Hey, Mercy Talk fam, Rachel here. We're pumped you've joined us for another episode of our Best of Mercy Talk series this summer. And today we're going back to February the 15th, 2018, and listening to a conversation on overcoming fear. But how? Like, how do we tangibly, practically do that. So in this conversation between Mal and Jen, they walk through things like, what is the root of my fear? And really, Lord, what would it look like? I mean, what would be the vision of getting to the other side of my fear? How would I operate in freedom and wholeness if this roadblock that just seems to be consuming my life was out of the way? So how can we experience true freedom by getting to the root? And that's what we're talking about today. We hope you're encouraged. This is the Mercy Talk podcast. Mercy Talk is brought to you by Mercy Multiplied. We exist to encourage, equip, and empower both men and women with the same biblically-based principles we've seen work for over 35 years in our residential homes. If you want to find out more, head on over to mercymultiplied.com. So the last few weeks, we have been discussing the topic of fear, and we have talked about what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about healthy versions of it and unhealthy versions of it, how it manifests in our lives, how it affects our lives. We've talked about why we need to overcome it. We talked about all that. And now we're finally getting around to <laughs> finally, how do you do that? Um, so we do not want to leave you guys hanging with just like, it's really bad. Yes. Get rid of it yeah. and not actually talk about the how. Okay, so that's where that. we're headed today. If mm-hmm. you have not heard these last two episodes, we always, always encourage you to go back and listen. I think they just give some really good foundation for mm-hmm. where we're going today. Yes. Yeah. So the last two weeks, we have left you with some specific questions to really pray about and seek the Lord for his perspective, because that's really what we need. We've mentioned a couple of times that so often fear is at the root of things in a, such a way that we would never be able to put our hand, mm-hmm. like our fingers on. Mm -hmm. apart from the Holy Spirit really showing that to us. And so let's kind of review those questions once again so that you have those. The first is, Lord, do I have any fear in my life that is unhealthy? And if so, in what ways? What is the real root of that fear? So giving him space to show you where did that root of fear come in, whether it was experience, a trauma, whatever it may be, what is the real root of that fear? And then what is one truth that you have for me regarding this fear? And so giving him space to go, okay, if there is a fear that I'm experiencing in my life, it is probably not just rooted to experience, but it's also probably rooted to a lie. So is there a specific lie I'm believing? And what is your truth that you want me to really walk in? And lastly, what are some of the signs of this fear in my life um, that I will experience freedom from as I overcome? And so in other words, Lord, begin to give me a vision for what it looks like to overcome in the area of fear. Because Mm -hmm. as we've said millions of times, if I don't have a vision for where I'm going on the other side of my healing process, chances are I'm not going to be as willing to kind of get into the hard work of it and to renew my mind and all the things that I need to put in place. But if I really catch a vision from the Lord of where I'm going and where he's taking me as I overcome, it tends to kind of propel us forward in a whole different way. And so spending some time seeking the Lord for what is at the root of the fear is really an important part of experiencing that first step and moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so often we kind of get stuck on focusing on the branches or the external ways that that fear can operate, which I could give you a list of a million of those things. But I think we all have those areas where we go, okay, this is probably the way that that's exhibiting itself, Mm -hmm. whether it's anxiety or worry, or, you know, maybe you walk through the house at night and you have to lock the windows and the doors and double check them 15 times before you to go to bed. It actually has become a very routine way that you cannot go to sleep well until 
until you have checked those windows and doors a certain amount of times or just different things that we tend to kind of get landed on that we think is going to give us some control over the fear. Mm -hmm. And what happens is we can get so focused on behavior modifying those things and really being focused on that, that we never really get to the root of what's happening. And so what happens is we just wear ourselves out and we never experience the full true freedom. Mm -hmm. So wanting to be mindful of asking the Lord to really get to the root of those things for us. Yeah. I mean, and I think it's always helpful to like give examples of what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just thinking as you were talking about how um, before I recognized this fear in my life, I remember in the workplace Mm -hmm. how I would get really defensive if people didn't like my work or didn't like my ideas. And it could have been really easy for me to just focus on the branches, which was me getting defensive right? and just been, you know, like, Lord, help me to stop being defensive or help me to stop, you know, being that way in Mm -hmm. meetings or reacting that way to people. But instead, what ended up happening was me realizing there was a fear of failure and a fear of rejection underneath all of that. And so it wasn't an issue of me like, you know, stopping the defensiveness and stopping those reactions. It was like, actually, let's get to the root of it, which was fear. Mm -hmm. It was fear of failure. And when the Lord started to put his finger on that, showing me that and finding healing and freedom from that, which is ongoing. Let's just go ahead and all admit that. That's good. Um, It's an ongoing freedom. But um, when that happened, I didn't have to focus on fixing that behavior and that defensiveness and those reactions. I didn't have to really focus on that because the Lord was healing that fear, those things just started falling Mm -hmm. off. So I just think sometimes it's helpful to to see examples of how that ends up playing out in our lives. And I mean, man, like you said, I, I think we sometimes forget that we haven't gone back and reiterated on Mercy Talk, like the importance of the Lord being the one to pinpoint these things in our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, You may be listening and saying, no, I'm fine. I'm going to counseling. I don't really need the Lord to speak into that, which I know probably sounds absurd, but I think there are times where we think like, no, I understand myself well enough, like, or I can just like read a book about this and I'll be fine. Or or even I can just go to counseling. I'm not going to say counseling isn't great. Like, yes, please continue the counseling. But even you as a counselor, Jen, have Mm -hmm. recognized that there have been people that you have worked with all the time where you could not have, (laughs) even as a professional Mm -hmm. counselor, could not have pinpointed some of the things that the Lord has brought up in those sessions. And so even if you're thinking, well, I'm going to counseling still. Just why, why don't you just take a little bit of time and ask the Lord. He knows you better than you know yourself or than yeah. any counselor is ever going to know you. And he knows the root of everything. And so take that time to ask those questions of him because he 100% knows the mm-hmm. exact root of everything that's happening in your life. Yeah. So just in addition to all those things that are all great and wonderful, spend that time with him and ask him to reveal those things. Um, and, you know. I think sometimes too, when you're trying to find out what is at the root of the actual fear itself. So mm-hmm. for me, like what was at the root of that fear of rejection? You know, like what, where did that even come from? Like right. I recognized it, but then I also needed to spend time asking the Lord, like what was, where, where did this ever begin and where did that root take place? Mm-hmm. And so a couple of questions you could ask related to that is, um, you know, when is the first time that this challenge came in for me? Mm-hmm. Lord, like, can you literally even take me back to when this like first took root in my totally. life. And so like, good. I know that he's taken me back to the third grade mm-hmm. when there was some pretty heavy rejection that I experienced in school and yeah. just some of that pain and that hurt and where that kind of 
started things going. And so I even had to process that hurt with the Lord and go back to that moment as a third grader yeah. and say, Lord, what was your truth in that moment? And for him to be able to, to really minister to that moment in my life and where it all began. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, to even ask him, like, how did that experience impact me? What lies came out of that experience? Yeah. Um, because man, it's when huge. you can start to get down to the root of the hurt and the lies, um, that is when the Lord can really start to do mm-hmm. just a healing yeah. work in your life. And for those of you that are listening that you know, are part of our Mercy Talk crew and you kind of pop in and you're often listening. These conversations that we have about hearing from the Lord and giving him space is probably normal conversation for you. And that may be something that you're pretty comfortable with. But for those of you that may be listening, you're like, okay, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. back it up here. Mm -hmm. Hearing from the Lord, giving him space to show me these things. Mm -hmm. This is really just a place of allowing the Holy Spirit to meet you and begin to speak to you in a two-way conversation. And so if this is, I just feel like I need to insert this. If this is something that you don't feel like you're real comfortable with or understand, or it's a new concept for you, we have a variety of our podcasts from past days that talk about specifically hearing the voice mm-hmm. of God. And so even if you go on to Mercy Talk onto our website and you just kind of click in hearing the voice of God, you can search out some of those teachings that talk specifically about what does it mean to identify the different ways that the Lord speaks to you? What does it look like to ask good questions? What does it look like to pray or journal in such a way that you begin to calibrate your ability and your spiritual ears to hear from him in such a way that you can then take these questions and begin to go, okay, Lord, I see this fear in my life or I see these areas in my life. I actually know now how practically to give you space to speak to me where going to counseling is wonderful. But like we're talking about, if you know how to access the creator of the universe, the one who knit you together in your mother's womb, he has a whole lot more input than any human in the world could ever have for you. But there is that backing it up and going, okay, but how do I practically begin to hear from him? We also have some um, tools on our freedom page Mm -hmm. that have some different ways, like some God questions and some different things. And so Mm -hmm. feel free, jump on the website, pop around, look for those things. But if you have specific questions, you're always welcome to email us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. And we're happy to help kind of lead the way in some of this because it's foundational to everything that we talk about on Mercy Talk. But I also understand, and Mel does too, there's times you may be tuning in and going, wait a minute, how does that even look like before I can get to the fear? How do I begin to really move into a place of hearing from God Mm -hmm. for myself? Yep. So there's that little caveat to throw in there. So... It's really important as well that as we're talking this through that we give ourselves um, the challenge of taking the personal responsibility that we need to ask some questions as well. Because often we can go, okay, where did this come in? What are the lies? What are those things? But I think often, especially in the area of fear, there are ways that we can actually partner with it without even realizing that we're doing that. Or how, Lord, have I given this fear room to kind of hang out in my life? Where have I not really taken authority or dealt with it in the way that I need to? And so I think this is a really important question because we can do a good job seeking out the root and where it came from, but sometimes we don't really get like gut level honest with ourselves about the ways that we're actually giving it space Mm -hmm. um, to really just hang out. And so I think that includes just a couple of different things from our actions, our words, our thought life. Like if I am allowing myself to think on things that cause fear, I'm giving it an open door. I'm creating space for it to come in. And so I have to understand that no matter what I've walked through in life, there comes a point in life where I have personal responsibility, whether or not this thing's going to 
stick around. And if I'm not taking that personal responsibility, I'm not doing what it takes to overcome it. That falls into my responsibility, whether or not I came from a lot of hard things or not. Sooner or later, I have a choice whether or not that's going to continue to be bondage in my life. So taking it even that next step further and going, okay, God, where am I personally responsible to begin doing some things differently so this fear can't hang out? Mm And as we talked about too, there in the past weeks, there is really a generational piece um, to a lot of this that, you know, if you've been thinking about fear and you're speaking about fear and you're aligning with fear in your actions, sometimes that's very much a generational thing as well. We, we do what we know to do. We do what we've been taught. And so if you come from a home or you've seen in generational past, like my mom always is talking about how worried she is about things. And suddenly I find myself talking about how worried I am about things all the time. There's such a power and beginning to think about what I think about. There's such a power in beginning to align and understand the words that are coming out of my mouth and understanding that there's power in my words, there's power in the things that I think about and I have every ounce of control over those things as I choose to align with that. And so really thinking about what you're thinking about and being aware of the things that are coming out of your mouth Mm -hmm. and making changes in that Mm -hmm. area is where you're going to find the freedom and that's where you're going to begin to overcome. And as, as you start to really identify and as the Lord starts to reveal to you those roots and for sure when he starts to reveal to you those lies mm-hmm. that are attached to that fear. Um, and as we talked about earlier, when you go back to where it kind of all began, like what were the lies that the enemy threw at me even in that time? Yeah. And how have those maybe continued on and maybe just been lingering there mm-hmm. my whole life without me even maybe realizing it. When the Lord starts to reveal those lies to you, the just vital importance of learning how to take captive those thoughts and to replace those lies with the truth. Um, literally, we could never. Yeah emphasize that enough mm-hmm. and just how important of a role that places. I mean, we've talked all the time about just how the enemy, I mean, the word says it, he's the father of lies. Like yeah. that lying is his native language. It's mm-hmm. all he speaks to us and the power that lies can hold That's over so our true. lives is, is huge. Not just in the area of fear, but in literally every other area of our mm-hmm. lives. And so just understanding the importance of, of, of knowing how to replace those lies with truth when the Lord gives you truth and when you go through scripture and you find the truth from God's word, that you do whatever you have to do to start just infiltrating your mind yeah. with those truths. Because the reality is, is that you have been walking down those same paths of those same lies for years and years and years, likely. Mm-hmm. And so you have to literally retrain your thoughts to go down new paths of truth. And so to say that that's just going to happen in one sitting. Like I'm just going to sit down one time and say, I don't like those lies anymore. And I'm going to believe this. Right. It's just, it's probably not going to work. Nope. Like it's going to take a commitment. (laughs) It's going to take some time. Just like those lies have been built up over the course of time. They're going to be torn down over the course of time as well. But, um, you know, the analogy that we use is, is like hiking trails Mm -hmm. and how, um, a hiking trail is maintained by people walking on it Mm -hmm. and people just keep walking on it and it's remains a trail. But if people stopped walking on that trail over the course of time, it would, you wouldn't be able to see it anymore. It would start to go away. Um, and if someone wants to create a new trail, they would just need to start walking down the same trail, the same, like over and over and over again. And so it's the same with like our thought lives and the trails of thought, if you will, Mm -hmm. that go through our own minds is that, 
as we stop walking down those old ones and start creating new ones, they will become more natural. Yeah. And I think people can get super discouraged by saying, well, I tried it once and I still believe the lies. Mm-hmm. No, like you're going to have to do this over and over and over and over. But I guarantee you that yep. over the course of time, the truth will become way more natural in your thoughts than, than That's the lies. Right. Um, and you know, we, we unpack this a whole lot more. I, everything that we're talking about today, I keep going back to keys to freedom mm-hmm. right now in the study that mercy released, man, almost a year ago almost now. Year. Next month and a year. we really unpack this. We unpack how to hear from the Lord. We unpack authority. And oh my goodness, the role that authority has and when it's it comes huge. to fear in your life, how to renew your mind, how to allow the Lord to heal memory. I mean, we literally walk through all of this in that mm-hmm. study. So if you're going, man, I need to know more about everything you're talking about. Yeah. Please check out that study. I think it would be a really, really helpful resource for mm-hmm. you. And as I mentioned a minute ago, I just want to reiterate the importance of not just renewing our minds, but being really mindful of our words. You know, you look Mm -hmm. back in Genesis and we talk about this sometimes that the way the Lord created was through words. Often, I always laugh because I think it's funny. I work with a lot of teenage girls and we'll just talk about like when God created, he didn't snap his fingers. He didn't do a dance. He didn't shake his booty. Like he spoke and things came into existence. Mm -hmm. And so if the truth of the matter is, and it is that I'm created in the image of God, then the truth is that my words have creative power just like his do. So if he spoke to create, that means when I speak, I also create. So when I speak words of death or fear or destruction or worry or anxiety or whatever it may be, I'm creating that in my life. On the flip side, if I'm speaking truth and life and courage and faith and vision, I'm creating that in my life. I mean, look at anyone, if you've walked through hard things or perhaps you had someone in your life that spoke something that was destructive over your life over and over and over again, over and over and over again, you begin to believe it. Mm -hmm. And so it's all the more powerful for us to understand that when I'm speaking fear over my life all the time, it will create fear. And on the flip side, if I'm speaking truth, it will begin to counteract that fear. So I think it's even that next level that when the Lord begins to show me the truth from his word or even just from his heart for me, mm-hmm. I want to have that written out and in front of me. But there's even more of a power when I begin declaring that and speaking those things over my life day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Even on a practical sense, what I encourage people to do and I do myself is that if I, there's a season in my life that I'm working through something and the Lord gives me truth, I will write those things down. I'll have them on my phone, whatever. But I literally twice a day will speak those things I'll read them out loud over my life Mm -hmm. because what happens is those words begin to take root in my heart and they begin to shift. And what you do is you do that every single day for at least a month, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter until you begin to go, wow, I'm actually believing what I'm saying. When you first start saying those things, you're going to go, that sounds really pretty, but I don't believe it. But as I begin to speak it, I begin to go, wow, every day there's a shift happening. And before long you go, wow, I literally believe what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. When that happens, you know, I don't have to continue to declare this over my life anymore. It has taken root in my head and my heart. And it's now part of my new belief system Mm -hmm. because I've done the work with the power of my words and the power of the truth of God. And so that is the practical place of really going, Lord, how do I take your truth and begin to exert it into my life? And it comes through the power of our words. And and in addition to that, just the the power of you um, as a son or daughter of God to say, 
fear, you have to go. Right. Like, I mean, there are moments sometimes mm-hmm. where I just have to say, my inheritance as a daughter of God is life and peace and joy. Right. And the enemy is stealing that in That's this right. moment. And so it doesn't have to be some like crazy, like me yelling and like doing a dance about it. Like I literally sometimes just in my car, will say out loud, yep. fear, you don't have any place in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm claiming back my peace and joy yep. in Jesus name. Yep. And then for sure, supplementing that with just totally. truth from the word of God over and over and over. Um, it's so important. And so we've talked about checking on your thoughts, checking on your words, and for sure, as you already mentioned, check in on your actions. And mm-hmm. is there anything that you are doing in your own life that, first of all, maybe is a sign of fear? Like right. you mentioned, you know, do you check the locks on your doors 500 times before you go to bed at night? Mm-hmm. Check them once. That's important. But like, you know, or is, it, <laughs> is there something that's just like, well, this is not normal. Right. Um, or is there anything that you're doing that's just literally exacerbating that fear? Like, mm-hmm. man, every time I watch the show... I yeah. end up with this fe- like, okay, stop. So I just true. don't watch the show. Mm-hmm. So like, it's such a good idea to go through and just look at your actions on a daily basis. Is there anything that's just making it that much worse? Yeah. And stop. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> just don't just do don't it do anymore. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think even like, for instance, the news, like we don't yeah. watch the news. If I need to know something about the news, I ask or I'm intentional about looking at it. But there's understanding, like if you have a root of fear in your life that you're overcoming, you need to cut off the things that exacerbate it or make it worse. It doesn't mean that you're not up with the times and aware of what's going on, but you just have to be so sensitive. And that's where, again, it comes in and going, Lord, give me the direction and the understanding of where I need to cut things out. If there's a specifically, if there's a certain fear, if you're afraid of someone breaking into your house, you probably want to be careful that you're not reading or hearing or around that kind of storyline in any form or fashion, because it will just exacerbate that. So just being mindful of those things and cutting it out. It doesn't mean you'll always have to, but there's something to be said about safeguarding ourselves in certain seasons so that that just doesn't have extra space to come in and just really being mindful of the ways that your words, your thoughts, and your actions are aligning with these things. Um, and I would just say too, because I think it's so important, especially in those seasons where we're overcoming, the importance of getting some prayer warriors in your life. I know, for instance, I have a group of girls that I have an ongoing group text with. And anytime I need prayer, anytime they need prayer, all it takes is a text and bam, I know they're covering it. But I think even more so in this kind of thing, there's something to be said about going, okay, people I trust you. I know you pray. I know you hear from God and I know you've got my back. This is an area that I am overcoming. I'm being vulnerable and honest enough with you to say, I need your prayers because I need to take some steps out of this. And I know that there is a covering that you can provide to me that's important, that's going to propel me and move me forward. And Mm -hmm. I will just say in this season as a counselor, when I have seen women that I counsel who have a prayer team and those that don't, you see a completely different forward motion in Mm -hmm. their lives and in their healing process when they have covering and when they don't. And so there's just something about the intentionality of going, I'm going to reach out to some folks to have them praying for me in this season and just watch it just, it just propels things forward in a whole new way. So that's another practical thing that you can put into place. Mm -hmm. That's really, really helpful Mm -hmm. too. Well, we really do hope that this series has been helpful mm-hmm. to all of you. And it's interesting as we've been talking today, I mean, like everything we're talking about, hearing from the Lord, yeah. asking him to show you the roots of the things, renewing your mind, having a prayer to, I mean, all of those <laughs> all things, of the things, they pretty much <laughs> apply to most anything you could struggle with in it's your right. life. And so um, we just, we hope that this has been helpful as far as addressing fear, but maybe addressing other things that you mm-hmm. have been struggling with. Um, and as I've already mentioned, 
I really do encourage you to, to check out the Keys to Freedom study if you haven't. Um, if you just go to Mercy's website and go under resources, it's it's in the Freedom Series area of our right. resources. And so this it will really unpack for you so much more of what we've talked about today and just the practicality of how do I start to find freedom in this area of my mm-hmm. life. And then also I want to be sure that our listeners know that... On the 18th of this month, so Mm -hmm. literally in just a few days, is the deadline for our Empower workshops happening here and our guidelines workshops happening here in Nashville Mm -hmm. in March. And so if you have been pondering... Maybe I'd like to go. I'm not sure. I mean, you literally have like three days left. That's right. And so at um, the end of the day on Sunday, we will be cutting off registration. We have a blast at these workshops. They are so much fun. So if you're like, maybe, I don't know, I'm not sure, just do it. Mm -hmm. We're literally now offering a 100% guaranteed satisfaction policy. If you come and you sit through the workshop and you're like, this was not helpful at all, we will give you 100% of your money back. So I if love you're that. just iffy on it, come. Give it a go. We feel confident enough that you <laughs> will enjoy your time and that you will receive enough from your time with us that you won't want to do that. But if you do, like there's no risk in this. So mm-hmm. we just really encourage you to consider joining us um, and just go to mercymultiplied.com under our events and you will find the Empower Workshop. So we'd love to see you there. We hope you enjoyed the show today. If you have any thoughts or questions about what we discussed, or if you'd like to share your ideas for future podcast topics, please let us know by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com. And if you're enjoying Mercy Talk, be sure that you go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and to leave us a five-star review. We also want to remind you that Mercy Multiplied and Mercy Talk are funded solely by donors, and we are so thankful for the support of so many people all over the country and even the world. So please consider supporting this free programming by giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thanks for listening today, and we hope you'll join us next week.